0: You are listening to the Self Image Experience Podcast, and I am your host, Chloe Rosam. Before you go any further in your journey of personal development or making changes, regardless of what area that's in in your life. You need to do these five things before anything else. Last week, I talked about making changes from a place of awareness and acceptance before you can successfully move into the next phase. And I talked about why that is so important. But this piece kind of ties into that, and it's almost the next step. And it helps you come from that place and really understand what that looks like for you. So these are the five things that you have to do, but these are also the five things that most people skip. What usually happens is we look at a problem in our life, in our lives, and we want to fix that problem. So we say, okay, this is the problem, and I am creating a plan, and that part we are good at. That part usually comes pretty naturally. We take the problem and we solve it. But the problem never really gets solved for a lot of us. And we're left with the same problem that we're trying to fix for a big majority of our lives. I know that things that I've worked on, in theory, it should just be, here's the problem, here's the solution, this is how I fix it. Yet I found myself, constantly going through this cycle of like working on it and then I wouldn't have the results and then I'd work on it again and then I would fail and not have the results. And to a certain degree that is part of the process. You're going to fail and you need to fail in order to figure out the things that actually will work for you. You need to know what doesn't work to know what does. But that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is we almost set ourselves up for failure because we don't go into it prepared. Now, yes, we did make a plan, but planning is not the entire preparation process. You can have a beautiful plan that gives you step-by-step exactly what you need to do in order to get X, Y, Z result. That part's the easy part. Most of us know exactly what we need to do To get to a certain result in our life, you want a certain career, then you educate yourself this way, follow these steps, get this education, and boom, you can do this job. Or if you want to have a certain physique, well, you follow this nutrition plan, you follow this exercise plan, and in a certain amount of time and consistency, and following that plan, you will end up with. That result. In a relationship, you make sure that you respect the person, you make sure that you love them, and you do all these things in order to make that relationship work. Easy, you have the result, a great relationship. Yet, so many of us have these problems that remain. So if the plan is so easy, and if you follow it, you get the result, why don't we have those results? And the answer to that is because of what comes up along the way. It's the things that come up that we don't plan for, and then we don't know how to deal with them. We start doing the actions. We start following the steps, the instructions, if you will. And then when that thing comes up, we either react to it in a way that we don't want to react, or we don't know how to deal with it, so we just do what we know. Or it just completely comes out of nowhere and we're like, oh my God, I just don't know. And then we give up. Either one of those is probably something that you've done in the past or you can relate to. You're probably thinking of something right now, like, okay, yeah, that, that's definitely me. And that's normal. So don't think that you failed or you did something wrong because you did what most people do. So what I want to tell you today is the piece that you're missing. The piece that so many of us fail to do in the prep work when we're planning so that we are prepared when those things do come up. It's not just about knowing the steps. It's about knowing those steps and then also preparing for what's going to come up, which will be the challenges, the actual hard part. Because if we didn't have those challenges, it would be so easy for anyone to just say, okay, here's your step-by-step guide, follow this and you'll have it. I mean, if it were that easy, we would all have millions of dollars in the bank. We'd all have perfect bodies and perfect relationships with others and ourselves. But we don't. And that's because of what comes up, and we don't know how to deal with that. And I mean, they don't really teach us that anywhere. So don't shit on yourself. This is normal. And this is why I'm here to tell you these things. Number one, ask yourself what's been holding you back. Up until this point, why don't you have the result that you've been wanting? Maybe you've tried and you've succeeded, but you don't have it now. Or maybe you just haven't even tried to go there. Have you looked at why and been really honest with yourself as to why? Or are you giving yourself a bunch of excuses that do seem Realistic and that you can believe they sound very convincing. You could probably convince other people that that is why. But is that really why? Ask yourself this question and be honest. Is it because you feel like a failure? Or maybe you're scared of being a failure? You don't have the life you want, or you've made some big mistakes in your life and you've decided that now you're a failure forever, which doesn't seem logical, but a lot of us have that subconscious feeling. Or maybe it's that you have an idea in your head of what you want to become or who you want to be, but because you're not there yet, maybe you don't feel worthy or maybe you don't feel like you're good enough to try. Maybe it's that. Maybe because you don't have evidence because you've never done it before and been successful that you just are telling yourself that it's not possible for you. And maybe it's none of these things at all. But that's why you need to look at this for yourself and see what it is that is stopping you. Why are you holding yourself back? And what is it that you're telling yourself of why you can't do that? That's step number one. Number two, let go of your past. So many of us hold on to our past, thinking that we have to, or thinking that there's no way to just let it go, as if we're not the ones that are choosing to do so. And we hold on to these terrible feelings that really do not serve us, and they don't allow us to move forward. These are feelings like regret, or shame, guilt, anger, not enough, unworthy. That seems to be a common one. You need to get rid of that shit. Like, now, you need to actually process those things. Process the emotions, and you need to accept the things that happened in your life. Because if you don't, you're going to bring that into your future. And you're probably not going to be as successful as you want if you're bringing those things with you. Think about it like this. Imagine the version of you that truly loves yourself and that's successful and you already have the thing that you want. Do you think that version of you is still holding on to those emotions and holding on to the idea of the past. No, they haven't. That version of you has no business carrying that shit around. That version of you is free from that. I am most certain. So let that shit go. Do what you need to do so that you can free yourself of that. Number three, Learn to validate yourself and don't look to anyone else for external validation. All that matters is that you like who you are and what you're doing. Now, this is not to say that you don't take other people's opinions into account, especially if they are important people or people who know what the F they're talking about. But in the grand scheme of things, It always comes down to your decision. And are you deciding to do certain things because of the way that other people or that you think other people will feel or think about it? Or are you doing it because you truly like the reason why? If you're doing it for any other reason than that, you're doing it wrong and you will run into problems. So ask yourself, do you like who you are? Do you like what you're doing? Do you like what you wear? Do you like what you read? Ask yourself that question for every single thing in your life. So I want to add an example to this because I think this concept sounds super obvious. You're like, yeah, okay, I get it. Don't seek approval from others. Clear as day. That's what you say, but your actions really don't match that. And I think that we do this unconsciously but we do seek approval without knowing that we're doing it because we have this innate desire to have the approval of others so that we belong and we have this sense of being accepted into the the group. So it's normal and we don't realize that we're doing it. So let's look at this example. You go and get this new shirt. You're totally stoked about this shirt and you're ready to wear it Friday night. You're going out with your friends. So you meet up with your friends, and your friend is like, whoa, what is that that you are wearing? You're like, what are you talking about, Deborah? This shirt is sick. And Deborah's like, no. Like, you actually can't wear that out. It looks awful. And even though you love this shirt and you thought it looked awesome, now you're starting to second-guess yourself. And you're like, well, shit, do I really like this shirt? Like, is it the color? Do I look ugly? Is it too tight? Does it not suit my body? Like what's going on here? Why doesn't Deborah like my fucking shirt? So anyways, you're like slightly phased by this, but you decide to wear the shirt anyways. You're like, you know what? I'm doubting, but I'm going to do it anyways because, you know, confidence. So you go out and then you hear this group of people who you don't know, they're strangers, commenting about your shirt. And you hear one of the Girls say, Oh my God, I can't believe that girl is wearing that shirt. That's so awful. It's so ugly. Now, if you only cared about what you thought, this wouldn't faze you. However, in this moment, you're like, Oh my God. So Deborah was right. This shirt sucks. Why did I even listen to myself? I'm second guessing every decision I've ever made now, and I immediately need this shirt to be gone. Now that is you second-guessing your opinion of something because of what others think. If you truly didn't care what others thought, then this would not be a problem. So without realizing that you're seeking external validation, you're doing it in situations like these. So it's just good to take note of where you might possibly be seeking that validation from others that you didn't necessarily realize. Question, are you doing these things because you like them, or because you want others to feel a certain way that you think that they will when you do these things? Number four, you have to decide to have your own back no matter what. Wouldn't it be amazing? to know that no matter what happens in your life, no matter what situation you find yourself in, you know that someone will always be there to stand up for you and to support you. That person could be you. So many of us do have really good support systems and people to rely on. And maybe it's never been an issue up until this point. But these people that we rely on outside of ourselves sometimes they are not able to be mentally or physically available for us to rely on them in the moments that we need them. And this is not necessarily in a bad way. This is just that people have their own stuff going on, and sometimes they can't be there for you. So instead of having this happen and then feeling like you're left out in the freaking wilderness with no one by your side, what if you could provide that for yourself? And the good news is that you can, which brings me to the fifth and final point, which is prepare your foundation with the right input. You cannot build a house without a solid foundation. You can't drive your car from point A to point anywhere without fuel. You can't use any of your electronic devices, whether it be your computer or your phone, if it's not charged, you don't have power, or if you don't have the right programming. All of these things are input. And what you really can't do is you can't expect your physical and mental being to give you the results that you want if you're not giving it the right input. And so I think the most obvious example that comes to mind is your nutrition, but that's not all I'm referring to here. There's so many other things that we don't realize Are things that we are inputting into our bodies and minds that do play a role in the results that we're getting. So, yes, there's nutrition. What you're feeding yourself is the main source of actual fuel, how your body is actually functioning and how your mind is functioning. That's all included in that. When you feed yourself shit, you feel like shit, which then doesn't allow you to perform at your best if you feed yourself stuff lacking nutrition, then your brain isn't going to be functioning at its highest potential either. Which obviously, if your brain, which is the most powerful tool that you have or that anyone has, if that's not functioning, well, how the hell are you expecting to get amazing results? Well, you're not. So, nutrition. But there's also other things that are included as input. The information that you're reading, the information that you're listening to. Maybe you listen to the news all the time and it's all negative. I don't hear really much of anything positive going on in the news. And you might say, well, yeah, I need to be informed about what's going on. And that's great. You can, I'm not saying to not listen to the news, but if that's the only thing that you're listening to and that's how you start your day every morning and you're wondering why you feel like shit or you're not starting your day in a really positive place, well, that could be a main reason. So have a look at that. What are you listening to? And who are you surrounding yourself with? Maybe you're in a workplace or maybe your friends or your family who you're surrounded by all the time are really negative people. And they're bitching and complaining about all the things that are wrong in the world and all the things that suck and all the shitty things that they're dealing with. And maybe you aren't focusing on those things, but you're around it all the time and you're hearing that, and that is going to play a role as well. Your brain is so powerful and it's soaking these things up, whether you are realizing it or it's an unconscious thing, it's happening and it hears all of this stuff. Or even things like habits, your alcohol consumption, if you smoke, cigarettes or marijuana, whatever that is, whether you agree with it or not, you have to you have to think about how these things are affecting your body. And I am not saying that you have to go and remove all of these things from your life. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is it's a good idea to evaluate all of the input that's currently in your life so that you can decide and be intentional. Do I want to keep doing this thing or do I not? So a really powerful exercise that you can do for this is Imagine that you can just like separate your mind and your programming from your body. And then you have this lookbook of all the things that you can program into your your mind and your body. So you can pick the diet. You can pick the exercise plan. You can pick all of the daily activities for yourself in that it just does it without questioning. It's just, that's what it does. Would you choose all the things that you are currently doing in your day and the way that you treat your body and the way that you eat and what you input, would you choose those things? Probably not. Like you would be choosing the perfect thing for all those different areas. You'd be like, my body is on the best diet, only eats the best foods and has the best supplements. And of course my body is like a pro athlete, obviously. And I read for hours a day and I take in all this information and anything that goes into my body, like hear me out. My body is a fucking temple. And you could just program that all in. So it was just easy. You would do that. Those are the things that you would intentionally choose. So the point of that exercise is to show you that You know, you can just do those things, but it shows you that you aren't. And it's so important to figure out why, why you're not doing those things and to figure out, okay, if this is exactly what I would choose for myself, then why am I not doing it now? And how can I make it so that my life is matching what I would choose? So even though this is so important to do this, we don't because it's tedious and we don't see results right away. And most of us are just wired to expect quick results. And so when we don't, we just don't do it. But this is the important part, that if you do it and you explore where you are, you have that awareness and you understand where the real problems are versus just going at the obvious results that you're creating in your life that you don't want anymore— and you look at these things, these are the things that are actually driving you to create the results in the first place. So if you can evaluate these things and get those to where you want it to be, you are gonna be set up so much better for actually succeeding. But the thing is, most of us want quick results. And so we just go past this part and we go right into the plan. This is the step-by-step of what we need to do. And then we're not prepared for what comes up along the way. So ask yourself, do you want quick results that are temporary or do you actually want lasting results? Like this is your life. So do you want to continue to be on the cycle of like results and then nothing and results and nothing? Or do you actually just want to do it the right way and do it once so that you can then check that off your list? That is up to you. So start with your foundation. Make sure that you're being fueled with the right input and that you're taking the right action, and for the right reasons. And by right, I don't mean to anyone's certain standard other than your own. Make sure that you like what you're doing and that you're not being driven by negative emotion or by other people's opinions. Support yourself and decide that you're doing it because you want to, you like it, and because what matters most is what you think about yourself. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode and share with someone who needs to hear this today. That is one of the most powerful things that you can do is contribute to the well-being of others by sharing information that might actually help them feel better. So take care and I will see you back here next week.